Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver life cycle to, as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate your feedback on the contents of the show. If you aren't already a subscriber, I encourage you to become one and rate Taking the High Road in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen. Today, I'm excited to chat with Lindsay Trent, great friend and founder of the Next Generation in Trucking Association. Welcome to Taking the High Road, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Now, there are a few things I want to chat with uh, with you about today. Your, your passion for improving the industry, your recent recognition as one of women in trucking's top women to watch in transportation, and I want to be sure you share what the Next Generation in Trucking Association is and how it'll help pave the way uh, for the future driver and mechanic workforce. Plus, of course, we'll also take a deeper dive where I'll have you answer one of the questions submitted by a listener. Does that work for you? Sounds great. Now, before we get into all that, though, I'm curious, have you uh, received your COVID vaccination yet? Yes, and I am so ready for the world to get back to normal. <laughs> Same here. I'm, uh, I'm excited to hear that. I know you're only a couple hours away. I, I, we've we've got to make sure that we can you know get together sometime soon and, and see each other. It's been such a long time to be able to get in public. And so um, I'm excited. I've had mine as well. My whole family has as well. So that's, uh, that's, that's great to hear. Now, we go back nearly a decade. You know, we worked together when you first, you know, got into trucking. Your story is actually pretty similar to mine in that you embraced the industry and it really embraced you right back. Uh, I'm curious, what is it that attracted you to, to the trucking industry or, or better yet, what, what keeps you here? Well, what attracted me initially was a small company that I started working for called Driving Ambition. You might have heard of that company. And it was a very, it had great culture. And then what's kept me here and what continued to keep me into the industry was the people. It's a very tight knit community. The people are just real and genuine. They have a true heart for the industry and a true mission in what we're all trying to accomplish, which is to create good careers for people and to keep the country moving, um, to keep our shelves stocked and to keep the economy um, going. And trucking is the driving force to that. Well, and, and I, I couldn't agree more. And I didn't realize when I moved from California to Indiana and Indianapolis and, and got into the driver staffing uh, side of uh, the industry, I had no idea that it was that the demand for drivers was so strong. Is that did you know that ahead of time or is, did you figure that out only did that only become apparent you know, after you entered the industry? It was actually after I entered the industry. I had one person tell me, oh, I know that um, truck drivers, the um, you know, the rate of um, just turnover for truck drivers is over 100 percent. And this is somebody who had retired from a different industry but I had already accepted the job and so and getting into sales and it just sounded like a great job and it was exciting. So I was like, OK, I'm going to try this trucking job. Um, and the funny thing I just thought about, um, I was in Cincinnati this weekend and I was driving somewhere. I saw this whole shopping center and the the storefronts were 
a driver staffing company and then just a normal staffing company. And I thought to myself, I have never seen any other storefronts of staffing companies that are just such a niche industry except driver staffing. So that should have, you know, opened my eyes to the fact that the driver shortage is this huge problem in our industry, but I didn't until I was actually in the industry. Well, such a highly regulated industry, so that it's it's harder uh, for the regular you know types of staffing companies to to accommodate. But you know, for as long as I've known you, you've been a woman in, a woman in trucking, right? Um, That's true. When <laughs> when did when did you first find out that you were recognized as a uh, as a twenty twenty one top woman to watch in transportation? Which congratulations, by the way. Thank you. It is very exciting um, to have received that. Um, award. And so I found out probably in January that I was um, accepted to receive this award. And ever since then, it's been super exciting. Um, they, it was announced in March. So I had to go a couple months without being able to tell anybody except my husband and my kids. But uh, besides that, um, I've, I've known for a few months and I got to share with friends and family and coworkers. So it's been really exciting uh, to be recognized for that. Now, have you ever attended uh, a Women in Trucking annual conference? My first uh, was a couple of years ago, and I was so impressed with the with the number of attendees and the, the support you know, from the industry for, for getting more women into the industry. I My first conference to attend was this past year, and it was a virtual conference. And the only downside to it was I wanted to go to every single breakout session because Every topic and every speaker was dynamic and the topics were relevant. It was such a great conference. And I, it was like one of those just life giving conferences. You, you go every day, you learn, you soak things in, you network and talk to people, and then you leave energized. And it was a great conference. I loved it. So I know there's probably people who are wondering, so get to the next generation in trucking stuff. Let's start talking about that. But I feel like uh, there's this is a perfect time to take a question from a listener in our newer segment, uh, a deeper dive. Uh, the question is, I'll do that first, and then we'll get into next generation and trucking. Um, we really need. Here's the question: We really need to improve the industry's image if we are going to attract more drivers. How do you think we can do that? I'm curious from your perspective. Any thoughts on on, on one or two really substantive things that we can do to really improve the image of the industry? That's a great question. Um, I think that one of the things that we need to do is to obviously reach the next generation with their platforms. So YouTube, social media, TikTok. And the other thing that we need to do is have uh, relevant drivers, diesel mechanic um, images out there that look like them. You know, we need a diverse. We are a diverse an inclusive workforce, we need to show that to people. We need to show that to young people and say, hey, have you ever thought about being a truck driver or being a diesel technician? Here's an interview of one today that's in their 20s. This is what they look like and they look like you. So we need to do a better job of reaching kids today where they're at. And kids today are on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. And we need to show them that we are diverse and we want to welcome all um, genders, all um, ethnicities. And that's what we're for. Well, and you make me feel so old when you say TikTok. 
because I know <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, but you know, that's the reality. I'm getting older, but there's, you know, you got new, new people to, to come in and, and, and we need to usher, usher them in. So, so let's talk about uh, next generation in trucking. You know, I'm honored to be included in the solid board that you've assembled. Uh, I also happen to be on Atri's research advisory committee and we recently wrapped up our annual meeting to, to decide this year's research focus. And I must say, the subject of 18 to 20-year-olds was widely discussed. Um, there continues to be momentum towards you know, creating a path for high school graduates to start a driving career before they reach uh, the, you know, the current minimum age of 21. So for those who, who don't know yet, would you please share what NextGen is, what Next Generation in Trucking is, and, and how you're addressing this challenge head on? Sure. So um, having been in the industry for almost 10 years um, and starting off with driver staffing, I met with lots of companies. And when I say lots of companies, it was anywhere from owner to recruiter to safety manager um, to the workforce. And they always talked to me about the biggest issue. And that was there's no truck drivers. There's no diesel techs. There's nobody getting into the industry. Look at us. We're all, you know, in our fifties and we need to reach young people. And so, um, following that along, you know, the last four years, the biggest issue in trucking, um, that actually stated was that the lack of CDL drivers getting into the industry. And so I said, well, you know, there's this problem. We see this problem year after year. And I felt like there were some people doing some things maybe on the East Coast, maybe on the West Coast. But us as an industry needed to collectively come together and solve the problem. We need to work together for the mission, which is to introduce young people to this great career field. Does everybody have to go to college? No, you can get a great job and support a family by being a CDL driver, by being a diesel technician. You can stay in that career your entire life and make a good living, or you can work your way up. You can become an HR manager, a safety professional. You can even own your own garage or your own fleet of trucks. And so we have to start introducing young people to the industry. I have researched and now I'm in career technical education and I, I network with lots of other industries and construction. They have over 4,000 programs in high schools. Uh, woodworking has over 1,200 programs in high schools. And the trucking industry for CDL drivers, as far as I can tell, there's six. And for diesel technician, there's 44 ASE certified programs. So there's over $1.1 billion of Perkins funding that's federal funding every year that goes to technical education. The trucking industry, we're missing this. So um, after building a board of directors, finding some different programs that are successful out there, we decided the best form of action would be to create a nonprofit trade association called the Next Generation and Trucking Association, where we are all coming together as an industry in our communities, trying to make a difference for the trucking industry, for our companies, and trying to, to create a skilled workforce. And, you know, we are competing against welding and construction and, and woodworking. Interestingly, a lot of those industries need CDL drivers. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying we have in, in education is state to state. So we have to go in and talk to local communities, talk to school districts, talk to states um, within each state and try to 
educate them about the needs in trucking, and then try to get them to create and start programs in the trucking industry at their local schools. Now, right now, and again, I, I'll you know emphasize what I, I shared earlier about the minimum age currently being 21. There obviously is an effort to um, to change that. There's a, there's an effort both on the Hill in the in the from in the legislative process. There's the Drive Safe Act that's got a lot of bipartisan support, and then there's also the FMCSA has the authority to to change that themselves without you know any sort of congressional act. Um, my question, I guess, is, is it perceived sometimes that trying to get high school students trained now prior to their ability to operate? First of all, let me restate this a little bit. They can get a job now and, and they can get their CDL at 18 years old. There are just limitations. They can't cross state lines. It has to be in an intra-state capacity. Um, and this these any legislative action or anything that happens at the regulatory level would um, the goal would be to remove some of those restrictions and enable them to operate in interstate capacity at a younger age. But I do, I do sometimes wonder if there is a, a, a cart before the horse sort of um, scenario, but, but we, y- y- to your point, you really have to start getting out there now. And one of those board members, um, Dave Dine, I, I didn't realize this. I, I guess I forgot. You're such a great networker. I think you and I both have that in common. We like to help connect people. I didn't realize I had introduced you to Dave, but um, he became a really uh, integral, uh, you know, member of the team. And, and you know, he's got a, a whole program that he put together in Patterson, California. Is that is that right? Yeah. So Dave created and um, started this program um, at Patterson High School in Patterson, California. He uh, is the co-founder with me of Next Generation in Trucking. And one of the things that we're trying to do is to create his program in other states at local high schools. So we have been meeting with educators, with administrators, and Dave has really formed it. So there's turnkey curriculum. So they can start a program pretty quickly um, in training young people to get a CDL. It's a senior year level course and it's every day for an hour. So they're really um, getting well-rounded in what it's like to be in the trucking industry. And then once they graduate from high school and they're 18, then they go off to a local technical college or a local private driving school to get their CDL. At In California, where he's at, um, they partnered with a private driving school in California, they can use adult career technical education funding to get their CDL. So basically, they graduate from high school and right out of high school from private driving school to get their CDL. They don't pay anything and they can start working immediately. You do have to find those intrastate jobs, but they do exist. And one of the things that NextGen is trying to do is create a survey to try to find out what companies out there A, can hire drivers at the age of 18 with no experience, or B, try to find companies out there that can create a career pathway. So maybe they do get their CDL and they start working on the dock um, or just maybe yard hustling, just different things that we can do um, to create interest in our industry and keep, keep these young people unemployed in our industry and Interestingly, they still make good money starting off working 
at these trucking companies or at these manufacturers um, and then work their way up to get their CDL or to work for that company using their CDL. Well, I think it makes a ton of sense. And, if, you know, if I'm a carrier, if, if I don't have the ability to hire a 21 year old CDL, you know, or because they're not 21 yet and that's the law, you know, as it stands, um, being able to know that, hey, I'm going to this person's got, got their CDL. I can keep them here, you know, work them in a different capacity. And then, you know, when they are able to drive legally, um, that's great. I've got my future workforce there. And that seems like a, a placeholder, at least until and unless we can get that. Uh, minimum age reduced. And I think if that happens, then I really see this opening up. Um, and and to say six, you won't say six class, you know, six different courses around the country. I think you'd say, you know, 600 or 6,000, you know. That's how. Um, now, it's clear that you're uh, passionate about improving the industry's image and, and helping to train the next generation in trucking. Um, for being a relatively new association, you've made uh, some great progress. Can you share some of the conversations you're having in various states and, and how it's being received? Sure. So we really have only started word of mouth. Um, our official launch is going to be in the next couple months. Uh, but just working with industry um, to create awareness, um, our industry has been sending me YouTube videos of young-ish people that work for them. So you know, somebody might be in their 20s and they're a CDL driver and they interview them to see what it's like to be a truck driver. And we want to push that out to young people so young people can see that. We've also been meeting with um, school systems and educators and letting them know about our program and how we can Im implement it at their school. A lot of times they have to apply for funding and that takes some time. So you know, as they go through the applying for funding and starting the program, you know, we hope in the next few years that the Drive Safe Act will be passed. But there's also opportunities locally with um, in their area to start working for some of these companies. Um, so we've been doing that. We've also been creating an, an apprenticeship program. Um, and so we've been working with workforce development teams all over the United States. Um, and we've been working with technical colleges, private driving schools, associations. We are um, just trying to help the industry. It is all about the mission for us. And that is to um, create programs to get young people interested into the trucking industry because we're losing them. And the solution so far has been stealing drivers from each other. So that does, that's not sustainable. So we want to change it at a systemic level, which means reaching young people through education systems. Well, last, uh, last question. Uh, I'm sure there are plenty of listeners who, who agree with what you're sharing. You know, what would you suggest is the best way they can support next generation in trucking, you know, there are, are there, you know, membership and sponsorship opportunities as well? How, what, you know, kind of tell us how we can help, how we can support you. It's really a grassroots effort. It is. And we're honestly not going to be successful unless the industry gets behind us. Um, and we are all about wanting to support educators and support schools and support students um, to create that pipeline of young talent for the industry. So our hope is that the industry reaches out to us and wants to join our association. 
Um, I hope that they will send us YouTube videos of some of their employees so we can be pushing that out to young people. It is going to take a concerted effort of the industry to be able to be successful. And I think we will be successful. We have to be successful in order to really make change and make progress for the next generation. So they can email us at info at nextgentruckers.org. You can follow us on LinkedIn, um, and that's the Next Generation in Trucking Association um, .org. You can also follow us on YouTube. And we're just starting out. So um, it's an exciting time to be a part of it because the world is our oyster in terms of all the different things that we can provide for educators and for the industry and connecting them together. Um, it's just a really exciting time to be in the trucking industry. Hey, all of these employees that we have are essential. We have to have our, our shelves stocked. The supply chain is needed. And we have found that through COVID. And so today is the day we've got to make a change. We've got to do something within our industry to really get these programs going. So get on our website. It's fully going to be launched in the next month or two. But there's a contact us on our website. Send us some information and we'll put you in our, our uh, database and we'll be reaching out to you. And that website, thank you, Lindsay. That website is nextgentruckers.org, right? .org. And I'll make sure that we uh, show that in the program notes. Um, it's great to see you again, as always. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you in person again soon. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, Jeremy. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember to follow along at driverreach.com slash podcast. And please submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear in upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review the Taking the Higher Road podcast in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.